Welcome to the Wolf Pussy Monologues podcast. Bringing exciting interviews and memorable episodes for your listening and viewing pleasure. Broadcasting from our beautiful studios in Los Angeles, we're definitely here for the shits and shenanigans. Now buckle up ladies and gentlemen, here's our motherfucking host, Max. What up? What it is? How you feeling? How you living? How you being? Welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues. I'm your host, Max. So glad to be back on the mic one more time with all my wolf pack friends. Yes, yes, yes. Hope you had a great week. Hope you're feeling all right. Mm-hmm. Today I want to talk about the biggest slumlord in history. Yeah, that's the shit we own today in the Wolf Den. So, hope you got your drink, your smoke, whatever the fuck it is, your lunch, whatever, dinner. And buckle up, buttercup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, public housing and the public housing system. I hope you guys realize that this is what they call a failed experiment. Mm-hmm. You have some housing projects in some areas that are impressive, but 99.9% of these motherfuckers are monstrous, depressing places, run down, overcrowded, crime-ridden, just falling the fuck apart. You know what I'm saying? Now, the residents of these projects sometimes can more often than not be strangers to one another. You know? Little sense of belonging and shit as a neighborhood would typically give you, you know? And because so many poor people are so heavily concentrated in these projects, Sometimes they may often feel cut off from the mainstream of what we call the American dream or American life. You feel me? All across America, the federal government has become the biggest slumlord in history. Okay? Let's get into the shit, shall we? Now, while this system was formally established in 1937... The Housing Act of 1949 accelerated the efforts as a part of a larger package of a set of programs that had all one set goal of having a decent home and a suitable living environment for every American family. Mm-hmm. Can you smell the bullshit? Yes, yes, it's, the bullshit pot is overflowing. Hell, I couldn't even say that shit with a straight face because I, like I said, 99.9% of projects that you've ever known about, read about, drive past, whatever. Yeah, it's hard out there. Real hard. Let's talk about a few, shall we? Pruitt Eagle, St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, originally designed by architect Minoru Yamasaki who later designed the World Trade Center Towers. Okay, big deal. Pretty big deal. Pruitt Eagle was first occupied in 1954 
but completed in 1956. But since Missouri public housing was racially segregated until 1956, the original buildings were segregated amongst different, you know, races and whatnot. Pretty much whites and blacks. That's pretty much what was mainly there at the time. But as time went on, the projects became home to mostly, you know, African-American inhabitants. Because white folks apparently, you know, fled for the suburbs. Unlike most housing projects, the Puritan shit only survived for a short period of time. They had, like, fucked up design failures like the skip top elevators. If you don't know what that is, those are motherfuckers that only stop, like, every three floors. So, yeah, that's a big problem. Because you have people that's waiting to rob motherfuckers in the stair rails because they trying to get through because the elevator barely want to stop. You know what I'm saying? So, by 1971, the Purit Ego housed only 600 people. You know what I'm saying? And 17 of its original 33 buildings. Craziness. That same year, Federal authorities agreed to demolish parts of the Pruitt Ego. By 1976, that motherfucker was gone. You know what I'm saying? Next, the Queens Bridge Houses in Queens, New York. Mm, mm, mm. Located in the western part of the borough of Queens. You know, it's like technically two separate complexes, north and south houses. Architects designed a collection of six-story buildings in a Y shape, hoping to give people more access to sunlight. However, <laughs> like many of the infamous housing projects, Queens Bridge was a home to a host of hip-hop artists such as Nas, Marley Marr, MC Shan, Roxanne Shante, and Mob Deep, who have all detailed the housing project's poverty-stricken conditions in their rhymes. Mm. Gun violence and a vibrant illegal drug trade sum up their details of the harsh realities living in Queensbridge. In 2005, Queensbridge made news after New York authorities raided the housing project to dismantle the infamous Dream Team Drug Syndicate. God damn, how the fuck is it possible? To create a whole drug syndicate from one fucking project. That is some deep, saturated shit right there. Mm, mm, mm. Next up, we got the Robert Taylor Homes in Chicago, Illinois. Located in the Bronzeville neighborhood of the south side of Chicago, the Robert Taylor Homes were once the largest public housing development in the country. It was completed in 1962. The developments were named after Robert Taylor, who was the first black student to enroll at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology back in 1888. You see where I'm going with this shit, people? These housing projects were designed and named after really magnanimous people. You know what I'm saying? And the shit that dwells within these projects does not reflect that, does it? Like, what the fuck is that about? Anywho, whew, Lord, it's sad, it's sad. Some of the highest crime rates 
and gang activity in Chicago was recorded via the Robert Taylor Holmes. Okay? That's how serious that shit is. Moving right along. Jordan Downs. Watts, California, baby. I knew y'all was waiting on it. Mm-hmm. I was coming back to California. I was coming. Originally constructed in Watts section of Los Angeles as a temporary housing for war workers during World War II. Uh-huh. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. But converted to public housing in the early 1950s. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> the Jordan Downs housing projects is one of the few public housing developments named after regular folks. David Starr Jordan and Samuel Elliott Downs, two of the area's oldest residents, was started as a partially integrated development in its early years, became majority African American by the mid 1960s, due to Los Angeles's restrictive covenants and a massive people who continue to migrate west after the war since Jordan Downs has become such a fucked up part of the ills of South Los Angeles police brutality and a lack of employment fueled a sense of hostility among the people living in Jordan Downs and throughout Watts the world witnessed these social tensions during the 1965 Watts riots if you remember Think back. Yes. History lesson, goddammit. Gang violence in the 80s and 90s highlighted the plight that still persists right now. Craziness. Moving along to the Magnolia Projects in New Orleans, Louisiana. Officially named the C.J. Pete's Projects. Uh-huh. Now, these projects were built in a part of uptown New Orleans known as Central City. Construction began in 1941 and is home to one of New Orleans' largest street games called the Dooney Boys. Yes. Moving right along to the Marcy Projects in Brooklyn, New York. Yes, 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 yes. So, the Marcy Projects were named after William L. Marcy, who was the 11th governor of New York. Wow, again, another prestigious person, you know. It is also known as the childhood home of rapper Jay-Z. Marcy's infamous reputation has been documented in countless rap songs. Murder Marcyville, you know, Where I'm From, and tracks of that nature from rapper Jay-Z. Check it out, check it out. Moving along, next project, a housing failure on our list. Cabrini Green, also located in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, Lord, Chi-Town. Anywho, originally named the Francis Cabrini Row Houses after Francis S. Cabrini, the first American citizen to be canonized by the Roman Catholic Church. Now, that tickled, that really tickled my fancy because this is the type of shit I find out when I just begin reading out of the ordinary shit that pops in my head. You mean to tell me they really shot a motherfucker out of damn cannon? Anyway, Cabrini Green housed uh, 15,000 or more than 15,000 people, right? After the nearby factories 
and shit closed in the 1950s, that's when poverty set in and crime rate went high. And you know the song after that, all that shit, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Even today, to this day, Cabrini Green has the most fucked up ass uh, housing project documentaries on it, like, ever. And you know what I mean? It's fucked up. Um, it's also been described as a virtual war zone. You know, you can't even send your kid to school type shit. Fucking crazy. And, you know, it's just, it was an ongoing thing. Sidebar, Candyman was released in 1992. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking, this shit, uh, Cabrini Green, that motherfucker didn't come down to what, 2010, 2011? I know Candyman just a movie, but shit. That was a hell of a goddamn, you know what I'm saying, screenwriting to have that shit set there. That motherfucker all fucked up. Anywho, anywho, let's not get off topic. Last but not least on our list, Nickerson Gardens. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to divulge into who was named after and all of that and all of that. Um, Because everything, because this was an experiment, all of these projects were really built around the same time in the fucking 50s after the housing project shit was passed, okay? But the fact of the matter is they set up this shit, you know what I'm saying, as an experiment, and it was supposed to help people. And a lot of people get stuck there, feel stuck there, you know what I mean? Or just don't have, you know, any type of hope to get out and shit. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. And this is legal shit. This this shit ain't nobody going to jail for making people live like this. Ain't nobody taking the responsibility. It's just whatever, you know? Biggest slum lord in history. Point blank and the period. At the end of the day, goddamn it ain't the government the motherfucker that got all the money. So you gonna make a motherfucker live in shit? So you can collect more money? Wow. Anywho, hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed bringing it to ya. Indeed. Please tune in next week. We have uh, fresh content. You know what I'm saying? Every Saturday. Just rock and roll. Let's get it. Let's go. Stay out the way. Stay out the streets. Love, peace, and hair grease. Wolf pussy. Ow. for joining us in the wolf den this week please remember to subscribe to our youtube channel and visit our website at wolfpussymonologues.com for your weekly wolf pussy therapy howl at you soon